Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Zeus. I'm Cupid. I'm Venus. I'm Persephone. And I'm Psyche. Today, we're going to tell you a story about Cupid and Psyche's love story. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, okay, so there's this girl named Psyche, and she was gorgeous, and I got, like, a little jealous. No, you got super jealous. Anyways, I had to do something about it. I thought my son Cupid could help me with this whole dilemma, but unfortunately, Cupid screwed up my whole genius plan. Hi. Yeah, that's me. Um, I accidentally hit myself with the arrow and fell in love with Psyche. But Karma came into place, and I actually fell in love with her son. Oh. <laughs> So anyways, we got married, but I only came to see her at night. But I wanted to see what he looked like, so here is our love story. My backstory isn't really crazy, but I'm a daughter of a king and queen, and I have two sisters. I'm the youngest but of all of my siblings, and I excelled more than them. I had a lot of fame for how much beauty I had in I kind of went viral worldwide, as people say today. A lot of men went on journeys to gaze at me and just to just to look at and wonder what it would be like if I was their wife. They would say Venus herself could not equal to me, a mortal. I was not going to put up with this treatment, so I went to my son Cupid. I always go to my son when I need help or when I'm in trouble. I told my son to make her fall in love with the vilest and most despicable creature there is in the world. I didn't go as I it didn't go as I thought it would have. She didn't fall in love with the horrible beast, nor did she fall in love at all. Nobody fell in love with her. Men worshipped her looks, but then went to marry on someone else. Both of her sisters got married, and that's when her parents got worried. Psyche, the all-beautiful, sat and despondent because she thought she would never love or be in love. My father went to the gods and they told him to dress me like I was going to die and leave me on a a high hilltop. When I was sitting there in sadness, I felt someone lifting me up and floating away from the high hill. I had fallen asleep from all this trouble and thinking. I woke up beside a river I saw a house, so I went towards it. She was alone during the day, only the company of the voices she heard. That night, I warned her not. I warned her that the danger in the shape of her two sisters were, was approaching. She promised me that she wouldn't let them see her. But the next day, I was thinking of my sisters and being unable to comfort them. I was still in tears when my husband came home. I felt sorrowful to her, so I said, do what you will, but you are seeking your own destruction. I then warned her not to be persuaded by anyone to try to see me, on the pain of being separated from me forever. So I promised him that I wouldn't be persuaded, and he promised me that he will let me see my sisters. The next morning, her sisters came, and they were happy and excited. Their joy was too great to be expressed by tears and embraces. When they entered the palace and the sisters sought surprising surprising treasure, the rich banquet and heard the marvelous music, music, 
Envy took possession of them, and curiosity to who was the lord of all this magnificence and their sister's husband. But I kept faith. I told them he was a young man away on a hunting expedition. After filling their hands with gold and jewels, I had Ziffer take them back to the hill. So they went willingly, but their hearts were filled with jealousy. Their anger led them to plotting how to ruin her. That night, I warned her once again. She didn't listen to me when I begged her not to let them come again. I told them that I could never see him. I thought, was I also forbidden to see all others, even my sisters? The two women arrived with their plot carefully worked out. Because of Psyche's stumbling and contradictory answers when they asked about her husband, they became convinced that she had never set eyes on him and didn't know who he really was. My sisters told me that they knew for a fact that her husband was not a man, but a serpent, Apollo's Orto. When declared he would be, I felt terror flooding my heart instead of love. My sisters gave me advice to hide a sharp knife and a lamb near my bed. And when my husband was asleep, I must steel myself to plunge it swiftly into the body of the frightful being. My sisters said they will be near and also said they will carry me away with them when he is dead. My thoughts fought each other all day, but one thing I was determined to do was to see him. So that night, I was sleeping quietly. I summoned all my courage and lit the lamp. I tiptoed to the bed and holding the light above me. I gazed at what lay there. Relief and rapture filled my heart. No monster was revealed. With my lack of faith, I fell to my knees. In my unsteady hands, some hot oil fell from the lamp and onto his shoulder. I startled awake. I saw the light and knew her faithfulness, so I fled from her. I rushed out after him. I couldn't see him, but I heard him. I told her who I was and bade her for farewell. I said, love cannot live where there is no trust, and I flew away. The God of love. He was my husband, she thought. She told herself with rising courage, I can spend the rest of my life searching for him. If he has no more love left for me, at least I can show him how much I love him. So she started on her journey. She didn't know where to go, but she knew that she would never give up looking for him. I went to my mother's chamber to have my wound cared for. But when she heard my story and learned that it was Psyche, whom I had chosen, she left me angrily alone in pain. I left him angrily and went to find the girl of whom he made her still more jealous. I was determined to show Psyche what it meant to draw down the displeasure of a goddess. I tried winning the gods on my side, but none of them would make Versius their enemy. So I thought there wasn't any other choice but to go straight to Venus. I'm going to offer myself to be her servant to try and soften her anger. When Psyche came to my presence, I laughed and asked her if she was seeking a husband since the one she had 
would have nothing to do with her because he had almost died of burning of the burning wound she had given him. I would show her my goodwill by training her in such ways. I gave her a great quantity of the smallest seeds and mixed them together. I told her by nightfall, these all must be sorted. I was left alone. I sat still and stared at the heat. I thought this task was impossible, but the ants helped me. After a while, the seeds were back with their own kind. I came back to see all the seeds sorted. I was angry. I told Psyche that her work is by no means over. I told myself, surely, if I could keep the girl at hard labor and starve her, that hateful beauty of hers would soon be lost. Next day, I gave Psyche a dangerous task, to fetch me some shiny wool from the sheep down by the riverbank. When I reached the stream, a longing seized me to throw myself into the stream, and at the end, all my pain and despair. But as I was bending over the water, I heard a voice from my feet. It came from a green reed. It said that I must not drown myself. The sheep very, very were very fierce, but I waited until they came out of the bushes towards evening so I could go, uh, go into the thickest and find plenty of good golden wool hanging on the sharp briars. I was able to carry back a quantity of the shining fleece to my cruel mistress. As I received, I gave an evil smile. Someone helped you, I said to her. I told her I would give her an opportunity to prove that she has the stout heart and singular prudence she makes such a show of. I told her to fill a flask from the terrible river, which is called Hateful, the river sticks. As I approached the waterfall, I could see the only, that only a winged creature could reach it. This time, her savior was an eagle. It seized the flask from her with his beak and brought it back to her full of the black water. I made her try it again. I gave Psyche a box, which she was to carry to the underworld and asked Persephone to fill with some of her beauty. She was to tell her that Venus really needed it, and I was worn out from nursing my sick son. I went forth to look for the road to Hades. I found my guide in a tower I passed. It gave me careful directions on how to how to get Persephone's to get to Persephone's palace. First, through a great hole in the earth, then down to the river of death, where I must give the fair man a penny to take me across. From there, the road led straight to the palace, Serpius, the the three-headed guarded, the three-headed dog guarded the door, but I gave him a cake if he would be friendly and let me pass. I was willing to do Venus a service. I bore back the box, returning more quickly that, than I had gone down. My next trial I brought upon myself through my curiosity and my vanity. I felt like I must see what the beauty charm in the box was. 
and use a little on myself. I was unable to resist the temptation, and I opened the box. To her disappointment, she saw nothing there. seemed empty. But immediately, a deadly languor took possession of her, and she fell into a heavy sleep. I stepped forward. I was healed from my wound by now, longing for Psyche. But my mother locked the door. But there were windows. I flew out and started looking for my wife. I saw her lying almost beside the palace. I wiped the sleep from her eyes and put it back into the box, waking her with just a prick of my arrows and scolding her for her curiosity. I bade her not to take Persephone's box to my mother and assured her that all thereafter would be well. Cupid flew up to Olympus. He wanted to make certain that Venus would give them no more trouble. So he went straight to Jupiter himself. Even though you have done me great harm in the past, seriously injured my good name and my dignity by making me change myself into a bull and a swan, and so on. However, I cannot refuse you. I called a full assembly of the gods and announced to all, including Venus, that Cupid and Psyche were formally married. I proposed to bestow immortality upon the bride. Psyche was now immortal, and Venus could not object to the goddess for her daughter, daughter-in-law. The alliance became suitable. So, all came to the most happy end. Love and the soul have sought in after sore trials, found each other, and that the union would never be broken. The, the end. end.